Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Friends, know your fruit, multiply your fruit. So he said to me that, Angela, what's the fruit that you are multiplying? I'm like, I don't know. Like, uh, I've been told that I can multiply children. In fact, right now, I'm being told that because we have two children, we well haven't done. yet multiplied. <laughs> Indeed, we've just, I've just brought myself his bo- yeah. Pressure, so, pressure. Behavior, but it is okay. My own revelation of this verse is that God is not telling us what to do, but he's telling us who we are. Mm. Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful. When I tell Emmanuel to be a man, <laughs> not like that. You know, when God says you're a man, yes. like be a man, yeah. he's not telling you to work out your manness in, with salvation, with trembling and, yeah, and, trembling. and fear. Mm. He's not saying go and grow a pair. He's like you're a man. <laughs> Realize that you are a man. Okay? Yeah. God is saying, you are fruitful. That is who we are. are. Yeah. God has put in us the ability to be fruitful. He has put in us the ability to multiply and to subdue the earth. But what is it that you're multiplying? Yeah. Do you know that Angela Incorporated has been given specific gifts and fruit to multiply? What is your fruit? You can't multiply it unless you know it. So... Your fruit is usually stuff that you are better than other people at. Mm -hmm. Stuff that comes easily to you. Because if he has told you to be, it means it's in you, it's inherently in you. If someone is telling you to be, it means it's in you. He's not saying, now go, mango trees don't struggle and be like, I wish a mango could come out of me. It's just I'm planted somewhere, and where I'm planted, with the right nutrients, mangoes are coming out. Yeah, yeah. So, Colonel Sanders, you're eating his fruit every day, called Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's his fruit. Billy Graham's fruit is evangelism. Ben Carson's fruit is brain surgery. Noah Balesanvu, who goes to worship, an elder at Worship Harvest. My best man. His best man. Mm. His fruit is information technology. Chris Vallotton's fruit is prophecy. Pause for dramatic effect. Steve Jobs' fruit is apple. <laughs> I know you're all laughing where you are, so I'll first let you laugh. <laughs> Steve Jobs' fruit is, again, apple. <laughs> so, when you buy KFC, you are investing in Colonel Sanders' fruit. When you buy an apple phone or a MacBook, you are yeah. investing in it's Steve Jobs', Jobs fruit. Yeah. It's about time to start investing in your fruit yes. so that you can multiply your fruit yeah. and with multiplication comes subduism. What's the correct word? Subdudation. 
<laughs> Subjunction. You Sub, can subjudity. Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In one of Emmanuel's fruits is obs and gain, like your uh, shit. Let, let me do this one. Let me do this one. Okay. Let me do this one. What I have is a particular set of skills. Oh. Skills that I have acquired over a long career. Oh. I am an obstetrician, a gynecologist. <laughs> that is my foot. Yeah. That is what I do. Mm. I bring new life into this world yes. as one of the things that I do. Yes. I also have lots of conversations with people who are having also, by the way, my consultations tend to be uh, pastoral sessions sometimes. Yes. <laughs> and some of the things that I've had, some of the stories that I've been able to change in those spaces have been remarkable. Yes. Um, so what am I doing to grow that fruit? I, I, I spend time working with teams. I don't work alone. I work with teams in my workplace. I learn from them. Yes. I go online to find updated information in my field to make me better yeah. at what I do. Yes. Um, acquiring knowledge is part of what I do to grow the fruit, yeah. to multiply it so that I get better and better every time that I do it. Yes. yes. One of my fruits <laughs> is music. Do you know that if I multiply the music, I will then subdue the earth. Yes. Yeah. So what I am doing now is recording albums, writing songs. Yes. I must recognize that it's a fruit. So what do I do? I must position myself in the garden. Yeah. So that the, you know, I'm multiplying, I'm multiplying, and I'm, the music is going to subdue the earth because that is a thing that God put in me and he told me that you are fruitful. Now go and multiply. Go so your fruit might be a product. Yeah. It might be a service. Could be both. Yeah. All right? And so it is important for you to know which one it is, where it lies, so that you are able to go out and multiply it. So if you are producing something, if you are rendering a service, what does that make you? I think the word here is an entrepreneur. Yes. For the longest time, if you've been employed, you've been thinking that I am just an employee. I have a set of, uh, what do they call them? SOPs, mm -hmm. uh, job description. Yes, yes. That dictates how I am supposed to behave, the things I'm supposed to deliver. And so you think of yourself merely as an employee. Yes. And yet the, the fact of the matter is that you're not just an employee. You are actually a business entity. You yes. are in business. Angela you are, Incorporated. You are a business. And the quicker you are able to flip your mind around to recognize that it's going to change the way you yes. handle yourself. Yes. It's going to change the way you handle your gift. It's yes. going to change the way you handle your clients, yes. the people who come to you for that service or for that product that you so ably provide. Um, wherever you're employed, is it a school? Is it a bank? Uh, is it a factory? Is it a kiosk? I want you to recognize that where you are employed, that is probably your biggest client. Yes. Emmanuel Incorporated works in a certain hospital, but I don't work for the hospital. The hospital is my client. Yeah. And yeah. when I look at the hospital at my, as my client, it changes the way I present myself to the hospital. For instance, if you went to, let me use an example, Nomad Agency, all right? And you went to be a client at Nomad Agency. Nomad Agency is going to put their best foot forward yes. to be able to deliver to you a service that you require so that next time when you're thinking of advertising agencies, you're not looking. Yes, yes. The agency that comes immediately to your mind is 
no my agency. Yeah. So as an individual, Emmanuel Okulo, my responsibility yes. as a business is to present such a good experience to my client, which could be international hospital, could be Mulago hospital, could be the individual who walks yes. into my consultation room. Yes. My job is to present to them the best client experience, such that the next time they are thinking about looking for a service that I provide, they don't have to look very far. Yeah. They will have me on speed dial. Yes. Yes. That's what it means to be a business entity rather than simply being an employee. When people are looking to get involved with, in business with me, there are certain things that are obvious. Mm. Am I qualified? Yes. All right? But then the thing is that there are so many other people out there who are also equally qualified. Yes. So that, that when they are considering going into business, that shouldn't be like at the top of their list. Because it is assumed that because I carry a degree, I am qualified. There are very few people who are going to go into the past to find out how their doctor scored in school. Yeah. Or your yeah. architect. You don't want to go and see Bandange. What sort of degree did my architect get from how school? Much, no. how, how, what did he get in math? What did he get in math when in he was in, in S2? <laughs> Nobody is interested in that stuff. The assumption is that because you are qualified, you have got the necessary giftings to deliver the service. So yes. what is it they are looking for? They are looking for those other qualities about you that make you stand out yes. above the rest. Yes. The things that give you a competitive advantage in the world out there. The last time I sat here to talk at Business Garage, uh, we coined a Pastor Mose coined a phrase here and said that do not deliver, over deliver. So Don't it is your Yes. Over deliver. Yeah. So the thing is, it is your responsibility to make sure that as a business, you have got those things that make you stand out above the rest. The things that Emmanuel Incorporated embodies above the skill, above the degree that he has. Yeah. It's how I market myself to others. It's how I do my client relations. Those are the things that make me sell. For instance, Angela, uh, just to ask you. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not, before I ask you about mine, I think let me just talk about yours. Yes, talk. When I, when, I, when, I, when I look at Angela here, Angela Incorporated, Yeah. right? What are some of the things that I have discovered that stand out about her? Angela has got emotional intelligence. 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 Legends. That's the word. Yes. Emotional intelligence. That alone makes her stand out. Yeah. All right? She has got attention to detail. I mean, if there's anything that needs detail, I'll very quickly run to Angela and say, look through this thing and tell me some of the things that I might not have the eyes to see but then stand out and could help, help me make the product a better product. Mm. Her attention to detail. The other thing about her, she's charismatic. Every time Angela enters a room, she is the life of the room. Ooh. She brings life into the room. Ooh, you stop, know, you stop, cannot stop. help. Don't you stop. cannot continue, help. Continue. I don't stop. Mm, you cannot help but just want to be around her. She is that, that person, the life of the party, the life of the room. When she laughs, you can recognize her laugh from miles away. I think that has rubbed off on me to some extent. She does. <laughs> she works well with teams. Yeah. Put Angela in a team and she will cause that cohesion in the team to get the team running and moving and delivering in the things that they are supposed to deliver. Mm. And finally, Angela is intuitive. She's, she's got a gift of prophecy. So she's intuitive. She'll say, okay, I may not have the facts to tell you why you should do A rather than B, but I feel it within me. That in you may do... know. Mm. Mm. 
Mm. That's not a car. <laughs> so, she, 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 she's got that intuitiveness about her that makes her see, foresee things before they happen and therefore plan accordingly to be able to accommodate them. Yeah, yeah so you do me, do me, do me, do okay, me. Okay, 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 yeah, I'm going to do you. Insert sidebar. The thing is that knowing these things about myself, okay, if I know that I'm intuitive, which other people out there are intuitive and should I be reading their books and getting coaching from them? Exactly, exactly. Um, knowing that I'm good with teams because I can't arrive, then I, have, I need to be reading books like Team of Teams. Yeah. Growing the, the things that, that you have, knowing yeah. that you're charismatic, what are you doing to, to grow the things that help you stand up? Because like I said, I was asking Emmanuel that, okay, I have a sister who's, who's a doctor. I'm like, I, I assume that you and Brenda left school at the same time, have the exact same degrees, have the exact amount of experience. Why would a certain hospital hire your business over hers? Yeah. What is that thing, those business practices that you embody? Yeah. Like how we said, how you market yourself, your systems, client relations, and so it's my turn to do Emma. The thing that I know about um, Emmanuel Incorporated <laughs> from, from other clients, because I've not experienced it because I'm not allowed, <laughs> is that he's really good at client relations. People say over and over again how calm he is. I'll tell you last night he received a call. Eh? Because it's night, I could sort of, I, I couldn't hear the details of the conversation. But the lady was in panic. She was shouting, this is Emma. No, it's going to be okay. So calm down. Everything is going to be fine. Don't rush, just slow down. <laughs> get to the hospital and I'm sort of I'm like and by the time he was done the voice on the other side had gone down and so when 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 a client knows that this business is able to provide that sort of support systems support system you'll be hired Emmanuel is a good innovator I cannot tell you how many times he's gone this is what the book says this is what I've learned over the years this is what's going to happen so he'll look at a pill and like, this pill has these particular things, so why don't you take this one instead? He's a really good innovator. Emmanuel relates well with the people he works with. I'm around him a lot and so I know he has a database of all the people who gave birth like a year before. So on, their, on the children's birthdays, he calls the mothers a year later. And I think, you know, that's awesome. He takes breakfast for his workmates. He has really good judgment. And you, you bring positive energy into a room. And I want you to understand that he's sort of business because he's solving health problems. You need positive energy. Mm. You need someone who can give you the facts but then tell you the good news. And so that's what he brings. And so that's why Emmanuel Incorporated will be hired over everyone else that has the same skill level, has the same years of experience. Friends, know your fruit, multiply your fruit. Yeah. Coming to the realization that you're a business makes you aware that you're responsible for improving your financial well-being. You're the one responsible. It's not the government. It's not the current president. It's not where you came from. It's not the fact that you stopped in S4. It's not the fact that you're single or searching or in an entanglement. You are the one <laughs> responsible. And so you must take responsibility for your life. Yes. Let me ask a question. How many, how many people do you know start a business hoping for it to fail? No one. No one starts a business hoping for it to fail. Everyone 
who starts a business is in it to win. Knowing that you're a business, I need you to realize that you're in it to win it. You're in it to win it. So you must change your attitude. A long time ago, uh, we had a function at my parents' home and we had a caterer. The food was supposed to arrive at 1 p.m. Phone calls at 12.30. We are coming, we are here. At 1, we are coming, we are here. At 2.30, we are coming, we are here. At 3, we are coming, we are here. This is a true story. Then we started cooking things in the kitchen to give the guests. The caterer arrived at our home at 7 p.m. So all of you are out there being shocked. You're like, no way. But do you know that that is how we treat ourselves at the places where we work? We think it's a job. You don't realize that you're a business. When you've hired a business, you expect them to show up and to show up on time. You expect them to bring their best. You expect them to put their best foot forward. I need you to think of yourself as that, yeah. as that business. You have a board of directors and you are the chairman. Yeah. I'll just give you a quick story. Um, we, we, we enjoy eating in new places. Mm -hmm. You know, we like to go eat out, experiment. So there's this particular place we went to on two separate occasions. On this first occasion, uh, the, the, the waitress I asked her for the menu. She brings the menu, puts it on the table. And, uh, you know, we go to the menu. And, you know, as you're asking, and she says, uh, that one we don't have. So Angela <laughs> was getting irritated, so she goes, so what is it that you have? And she goes, it's there in the menu. So I'm sitting there, I was with Angela, uh, and I think Jean Kawesa. Yeah. So we're sitting there and I'm going, oh, oh. So, but she kept her calm. <laughs> As they usually do. So, so she comes back again, and you know, we, we place her order, she disappears for a while, comes back and she's giving us attitude, the expression on her face. You know, she was not looking welcoming at all. Yeah. Until Angela stops and asks her, pulls her aside and asks her, what's the problem? And when she asked her that question, she broke down. Her tears running down her eyes. Didn't say what the problem was, but the next time she came back, she was a completely different woman. That was incidence number one. Yeah. Same place, different lady. Different day, comes in jolly, excited, exuberant, talking to us, giving us the best service and everything. And Angela looks at her and calls her aside and uh, being intuitive and prophetic, speaks to the lady and says to her, your child is going to be okay. I was like, okay. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> And the lady comes back and tells a story of how her child had been unwell. Mm. And you know, but look at these two ladies. One of them has an, a problem with her child mm. at home, but doesn't bring that problem to work. Thank you so much. The other one, I don't know what the problem was. Could have been a boy, could have been a broken nail. I don't know. It could have been anything. But she made us the recipient yeah. of her mood. She carried her mood like the weather to work. Yes, yes. You know, you experience, one moment you're experiencing this, the next moment you're experiencing this, and, and you know, recognizing that you yourself are the business. Yes. You will leave those things at home. Yes. 
Yes. Because you know, at the end of the day, the business must shine. Yes. And you are responsible for that. Yes. I, I don't know how many of you having a caterer who are supposed to come at 1 p.m. if they came at 7 and they started giving you stories. You don't want to hear those stories. Yeah. So I'm not saying you shouldn't have problems. I'm saying that we are children of God and God takes care of our problems. So what I'm saying is show up. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying show up, show up, show up, show up. Um, I, you know, nobody needs it. This sounds mean, but nobody needs it. You are being, you're giving a service. We need the service. You either have results or excuses. Or excuses. So this is the thing. When you have a job, you think things like your employer has to pay you. Uh, you think things like, you know, you're waiting for your employer to tell you what to do. You're waiting for them to correct you and to show you how you made mm. a mistake and what they should do. Yeah. Change your attitude. Knowing that you're a business means the responsibility is yours. You are responsible for what you are paid. You are responsible to find out what needs to be done and you do it. Yeah. You are, for, you know, like when I'm sitting down with an advertising agency, yeah. they are asking me questions because they are finding out what needs to be done. Yes. You know, like, so when I go, and I've, like, right now, I'm, uh, uh, one of my clients is Worship Harvest. I need to find out what needs to be done and yeah. I need to do it. Yeah. I need to acquire new skills. Yes. I need to set up internal and external systems to make sure that the business, Angela Incorporated, is always delivering. I need to know when a mistake is made and I need to bring it to the attention of the customer yeah. with solutions. Yeah. I'm like, I've discovered this in your system, but this is the way that it can be handled. Yeah. You are in business to succeed and so it's important how you run your business. Proverbs 22, 29 says, do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings, he will not stand before unknown men. When I'm looking for a service provider, for like a concert. I'm looking for someone who has excelled exactly. in his work. I'm not going to like be like, ha. Let's try. Let's try. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm looking at someone who has excelled at their work and it is in your best interest. The lockdown has taught, has taught us many things. You have the opportunity to make yourself an entity that cannot be let go of. Yes, yes. Um, know your fruit. Know your fruit. Multiply and your multiply fruit. Multiply it. Yeah. Know your fruit and multiply it. Uh, for many people, they think that your responsibility, for employees, you think that your responsibility is to show up for the inter interview, pass the interview, and yes. get hired. And that's why your responsibility stops. But yes. we're telling you that, no, you're not just an employee. You are the business. Yes. And so you should take on what that means. And Angela just described those things, acquiring new skills, showing up, and being excellent in all that you do. Yeah, know your fruit and multiply your fruit. Um, so, in 2015, I did a certificate course in uh, uh, assisted reproductive techniques, and I also did a master's course in uh, the same. In the same, I, I had to leave. I had to leave home for 12 weeks. Angela talked a bit about that story. I had to leave home for 12 weeks. I had to make the sacrifice that yes, I love my family. I love my one-year-old son, firstborn. But there's this that needs to be done because if I am to move forward as an entity, as a business, I need to improve myself and improve my marketability. So I left home. I went for 12 very weeks. Many, very, very many, very many miles but away. But I released him. A time zone that was six hours away. Mm. And I went mm. and I was there 
learning how to eat chili. Mm. All the food had chili, the rice had chili, the bread had chili, everything the had chili. Had chili. The juice had chili. Uh, and they've given you chili, and then to wash it down, they give you tea. Yeah. At 12 p.m. for lunch. Yeah. I went, went through all that, but I acquired the skill. I acquired the knowledge. I acquired the connections yeah. with the different people that I worked with. It is important for us to improve ourselves and make ourselves the entity that stands out above the rest wherever we go. You've got a responsibility to develop yourself as a business. And that's part of multiplication. Yes, it is, part, it is yes. part of multiplication. Now, now that you know, yeah. now multiply. multiply it. Yes. Um, well, as a book I was reading uh, called Thou Shall Prosper by Prosper. Uh, Prosper by Daniel Lapin. Uh, yeah. What is it? Rabbi. Yeah. Rabbi Daniel Lapin. And uh, there are just a few things that we picked up of that book that I thought are going to be very important and helpful to us as we develop ourselves as a business. One of them is be predictable. We told you the story of the two ladies. Mm. It doesn't matter what is happening in the background. Show up and show up full of life. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that I adopted at my workplace my clients know that I have days that I'm going to be in the hospital. On Friday, I got a call from one of my clients who was saying, I have this problem, I'm going to the hospital, but I know you are not there on Friday. And I was like, yes, I'm not there on Friday, but I've got this colleague who is able to step in for me and be able to assist you and just give me feedback and we shall continue the conversation on the phone. It helps for people to know that you are accessible, where you are accessible, at what times you are accessible. Predictability is important. Mm. I have made it a point that every time I show up at work, I am loud. <coughs> I walk into the room and people know I have come. Mm. I greet everyone. Exactly. That one. So, so, so be predictable. Be predictable. If you're a person of high energy, be the person of high energy. Yeah. Right? Don't cut down. Give people an experience that they can count on. They know that when they come to you, they will be encouraged. Yes. When they know that they'll come to you, they'll be lifted up. When they know they come to you, they'll experience honesty. They'll experience Your quality. Your food tastes a certain way. Exactly. All the time. You'll be the person that if this is the kind of food we need, you're the person we're going to call. Yes. Predictability. Yeah. Uh, the example I'll give you is KFC. Uh, it doesn't matter which branch of KFC home you go to. You don't get the same product. Home baked. It yeah. doesn't matter which month of the year you buy that scone. It is going to taste excellent. You can predict it. In fact, you wish for it because of your experience yes. of it. Yes. And when you get it, the experience that you wished for is what you get. Yes. Yeah. And so be predictable in the way you deliver your services, the way you present yourself. The other thing is learn to serve beyond the call of duty. As an employee, because you have a job description, most people are going to say, okay, tick, I did this, I showed up at 8. Tick, I went for my coffee break at 10.30. Tick, I went for my lunch break. I shut down at 5 p.m. You're delivering the bare minimum. But once you realize that you are the business, you go beyond the call of duty. Yes. Because going beyond the call of duty makes you stand out. And yes. therefore, when people are looking for others to get into business with, you're the person they'll be thinking about. Again, be that person that they cannot let go of. If someone had to make the decision to release people, they will never release you. They'll create some work for you to do. Yeah. The yes. thing is, at the core of service, at the core of being a service deliverer, is humility, yeah. right? 
if you are not humble to look at your client as somebody who is deserving of service, you're not going to serve them. The Bible tells us from James 4 verse 10 that humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and in due time he will lift you up. And then there's this story of the apostles talking to Jesus and telling, I know who is going to be greater, who is going to be... And Jesus spoke to them and said in Matthew 20, 26, he said, yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. Let him be your servant. So by serving and going beyond the call of duty, it makes you stand out and makes you desirable as a person that you like to get into business with. Get along with people. Number three, get along with people. Get along with the people that you work with. Right? Let them know that you're a person that they can call on, a yeah. person that they can depend on. It's not just the work that you do professionally, but also the things that you do behind the scenes, yeah. getting to know who you are working with, yeah. what is their situation. When they invite you for their function, you show up yes. because they have thought about you. Yes. When you see them sad, you ask them what's the problem and try to solve the problem. Number four, talk about what you do. Wow. It is not pride yeah. to talk about what you do. Yeah. Because there are people outside there who are looking for your company to deliver that service. If they do not know you exist, they will not think about you when they get a problem in that line. Yeah. Let the people that you live with, the people you work with, the people you walk around, when you go to a party and you're introducing yourself, say, this is what I do. Yes. This is what I yes. bring to the table. If you look at the Jews, the Jews were named for their profession. Yes, yeah. Right? Yeah. You're named after the thing you do. Yeah. So that when you mention your name, automatically people know that, ah, this is the guy who deals in gold. Goldberg. Yeah, Goldberg. <laughs> this is the guy who deals in gold. So if I have a gold-related problem, this is the guy to go to. Speak about who you are. Speak about what you do. The, uh, I mean, everyone knows Everyone knows what Coca-Cola is, right? Why are they still talking about themselves? I, I know. They should I have mean, kept quiet. You find Coca-Cola ads everywhere. Everyone knows, but they are still talking about them. So, and that's the reason why you know yes. what is that they do. You are the number one marketer of your product or your service. Mm. So go out there, advertise, yeah. market, so that people will know what it is that you're able to do and that you are willing mm. to solve their problem. Yeah. Because once they know you're willing and able to solve their problem, when they get that problem, you're the person they will call up. Uh, there's a scripture that says, from Proverbs 12, 14, says, a man will be satisfied by the fruit of his mouth. Satisfied the, with good. With good, yes. by the fruit of his mouth. And the recompense of, recompense of a man's hand will be rendered to him. If you go to a place and you keep quiet, you don't speak you about what it is you you will not be satisfied by yeah. the good because yeah. your mouth is shut. Yeah. So yeah. go out there, talk about your business. Yeah. Make noise about it. One person who I really love is uh, Chris Kawesa. Chris Kawesa, if you look at him, everywhere he goes, he's talking about cleaning. Dug and Bragan. He's talking about Dag and Bragan. He's talking yeah. about pest control. He's online sending videos every week, yeah. giving you the tip for cleanliness every week. He makes noise. That's why he's everywhere. Totally. Because Guys, people know him. We're, we're going to answer a few questions, so please... Sending those questions quickly on Facebook and on YouTube, even as we conclude. Yes. Finally, the last point I'd like to make is adopt new language in referring to yourself. Yeah. Yes. Adopt new language in referring to yourself. There's a book I'm reading currently. Uh, it's uh, the the Permanent Revolution by um, Alan, Alan Hirsch. Hirsch. And there's a bit there where he talks about language. Language mm. is important. And he says, 
one of the examples he gives is that that cars, when you talk about a blind spot in a car, it is not an engineering problem. Yeah. It's a language problem. Because when somebody says, rear view mirror, what are you going to use it for? You're going to use it to look behind you. Mm. And by doing that, you create a blind spot unknowingly on the sides. Yeah. When you say side view mirror, you're going to use the side view mirror to view the sides. Yes. Therefore, creating a blind spot where the side mirror doesn't see. It is not an engineering problem. Yeah. It's a language problem. Mm. Because you do not have a word yeah. for that particular thing, mm. you do not adopt that word. And because you do not adopt that word, it tends to become invisible. Yeah. Right? Mm. Um, I'll, I'll just use a few examples here on, uh, you know, when you think about referring to yourself. You were not laid off. Yeah. You have taken your business elsewhere. elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You are not in training. You are acquiring a new product to market. Yes. So when you start talking differently about yourself, yeah. talking differently about your circumstances, yeah. it changes the way you view yourself and therefore yeah. changes what you present to the table. Yeah. What you talk about, what you think about, what you dwell on grows, manifests yeah. and grows. Yeah. So start to talk about yourself differently. You are not just an employee. You are a, a business. business. Know your fruit, multiply your fruit. Yes, yes. I mean, in conclusion, even as your questions come in, everyone is in business. Everyone is in business. Time, skills, gifts, talents, everyone is in business. So please know your fruit. Know your fruit. What is it that you bring to that place? You've been, you, Angela Incorporated has been hired by a couple of places. Why have they hired me? What do I bring to that space? How can I multiply it? How do I make sure that my business makes a profit? Yes. It's not just a job. I am a business. Know your fruit, multiply, multiply your fruit. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can hear the sound of a new generation. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.